Good morning, good morning. How are you? It's Brenda Eshen Shoshana. And back with another episode of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And I'm so happy to be here this morning with all of you. Beautiful day, beautiful moment. And um, I want to talk about two things today and also to tell you what's coming next, which we never talk about coming next. We try to stay right here now. But I, the podcast will segue as of next week into something a little bit different, but basically the same thing, just applied to relationships. I was very much dwelling upon all of these wonderful Zen truths that we find and and then, it's, of course, it seems to me most, most, most crucial to live them, live them in our lives. It's one thing to sit, sit, sit. It's another thing to read, 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 which is both of them are very good. Or learn, listen to talks, learn these principles, drink them in, absorb them. Even to sit, 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 all part of that practice of absorbing, knowing, connecting, And then the most, most crucial step, somehow, somehow, can be overlooked or neglected. And that is the very precious integration of everything into our life, into our relationships. Relationships with ourselves, with God, with spirit. With, with oneness, relationships with our family, our friends, our co-workers, that can become an enormously complicated, painful, and confusing arena. <clears throat> and, and I would like to permeate that arena of relationships, connection, with ourselves, with strangers, so-called strangers, so-called strangers, with everyone, with these wonderful principles that we keep talking about in Zen, and not only in Zen, to explore how these principles are fundamental and they don't come... Zen practice really looks at them straight on, but we find these principles in the teachings of all the scriptures of the world. They're eternal principles, dharma. It's another way to say dharma. The eternal, unshakable, unmovable principles, essence of truth of our life. And how do they apply to relationships? That's very, very important because our life consists of relationships, constant, endless, and important. Everybody who comes is a teacher, basically, to us, although we don't view them that way. We don't view them that way. We view them as an an opponent, or we view them as someone I'm going to get something from, or they're going to lift me up. They're going to praise me. These are all the functions of ego, 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 ego. And we, we, we read about ego, we sit to melt the ego, but the best, one of the very best ways to to do this is in our relationships. And somehow we don't view it that way. And so I will be dedicating the next phase of this 
podcast to working with relationships and how not only Zen principles, but all principles can be actually practiced in our relationship, how it applies to our relationship, and what the teaching is. Actually, I I have a brand new book that just came out this week called The Unshakable Road to Love, Value-Centered Relationships. And that's what it's all about. It's all about taking our Zen teachings and, as I said, the teachings of all the scriptures and directly applying it to a moment, say, you're in pain, you're conflicted, you're troubled. And then these moments, unfortunately, are very frequent, especially the way the world is today. <clears throat> we have direct interventions based upon, based upon these eternal principles from, as I said, from all the world scriptures. So <clears throat> it's not something for just one person. It's something that can be applied for everyone in every situation. And that is everyday life practice. Yes, we need to be present. Yes, it's wonderful. We sit, sit, become sensitive, aware, available. We're focusing we're listening, and then how do we actually bring this to bear in our relationships? Sometimes we don't. We see people can be very enlightened, have many, many, many enlightenment experiences, and yet have difficulties still with their emotional or their relationship life. It's pretty common, actually. And and people become very disturbed when they see this happening, but <clears throat> there's no reason to be disturbed because we're all human. And and this just is, I think, I feel a dimension that hasn't been sufficiently integrated <clears throat> and explored and lived. So that's why I did this particular book, which, love it if you would take a look at it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's on Amazon. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's all over the place right now. And so you, so you will see the ways in which, but it's not just to write it down, which I love doing, and, and it's available for anyone to use and to study and to apply, but I really want to talk about it and share about it in a really deeper, fuller way, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, so that we can actually see how our life can be very, very easily transformed. And I use that word very, very carefully transformed. And I don't mean that we're going to change our circumstances, one, two, three, in some magical way, but the quality of our interactions, the quality of how we are with another person, the quality of how we perceive the world can, yes, be changed, transformed on the spot. I really want to emphasize that because there can be the feeling, oh, this practice is endless, and it is endless, and thank goodness it is. It's wonderful. Sitting, sitting your whole life long, it just keeps changing, opening, illuminating, and and it is a complete lifetime process. Not that you get somewhere, but that your experience of life deepens, deepens, 
and, and you meet it in a new way. However, I would, as I said, let's do, it doesn't have to take a whole lifetime at all. And, and it can be done every moment. We can use each moment as practice. Now, I, I, I really hesitate to say the word use a moment. <clears throat> However, we can dedicate every moment to practice. That's a better way to put it. In fact, the first chapter is about dedicating your relationship, not letting things just happen helter-skelter. What am I doing here with someone? Why, why are we together? Where are we going? There's a beautiful Zen quote or poem that says, where is the road to Hanshan? Where is it? which is where is our relationship going? Where is the road to unshakable love? Where is it? The unshakable road. Where is that? Where is? And the second line of the poem in the Zen quote says, there is no road to Hanshan. Wow. Where is the road to Hanshan? There is no road, meaning there is no preordained steps to take. Eduardo joins in inadvertently into this discussion by saying the road is made by walking on it. Wow. The road is made by walking on it step by step by step. Each step you're, you're, you're in Hanshan. You're on the road. And each step that we take in our life and in our relationships contains enormous possibilities. We don't have to wait until we receive some huge enlightenment or some huge experience. Not at all. Each step is the experience. So don't waste it. Don't overlook it. Don't just keep walking to get somewhere. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down, and you will see that the road is made by walking on it. Also in your relationships, you know, so many times <clears throat> in our relationships, uh, people say, where is this going? <laughs> I'm not getting anywhere. Are we, are we progressing? All of these things. Are we going to get married? Um, are we going to break up? What is this relationship for? What is it about? At a certain point that these issues become very, very foremost. And again, that's, that's, that's very common and people not knowing what they're doing with each other. In the beginning, oh my goodness, everything feels amazing. But as we walk along the road to Hanshan, things come up between us. Emotions, conflicts, desires, fantasies, many, many, many things. And we will explore all of that. We must explore all of that because that is in many ways the heart of practice, whatever your practice is, whether it's Zen practice, yoga, <clears throat> excuse me, practice of prayer in any tradition, it all comes down to how we are, to, to connection, how we are with others, <clears throat> and what love truly means, what it truly is, and what kindness truly, truly is. There's a lot of confusion and illusion about that, which I hope to explore thoroughly. And as we do, not only do relationships become simpler and safer and more loving, and by safer I mean we're not terrified of being rejected, of being hurt, 
or of suddenly being thrown away or of something going wrong. Many people don't even dare to enter a close, intimate relationship of the heart. By intimate, I mean of the heart. For fear, 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 we will explore that. And as we continue to do so, you'll be planted on the unshakable road to love, which is both within you and outside, both within you and in your relationship to the other person. A third thing develops. I love that idea. There's you, there's the other, seemingly so. Of course, you're one, but we're looking at it from a relative point of view. There's you, there's the other, and then there's what happens between you. Oh, my goodness. What happens? I love that. It happens, and it encompasses both of you, and it's available all the time, and it can happen at any moment. And we want to invite that. Something else, something that happens, that connects the two of you, that opens the two of you, that embraces the two of you. So you do experience that oneness, that loss of loneliness, Before I finish this for today, I want to tell you about a little story, which is in the book, and it's also very, very vital to this practice. Because in a way, now we are taking our relationships as practice itself. And this story is from Martin Buber, who was a very well-known theologian, very famous theologian, and had a very deep experience with another person where someone came to him for advice and he would always go to his books and give advice and repeat what he knew, what the Dharma that he knew. And then one day this young man came to him and asked him questions and Buber answered, or so he thought. And then that young man went home and hung himself. This was a very, very horrible shock for Buber. Horrible. It was his enlightenment. It was a wake-up call. He put away all his books. He said, everything, put it away. And he said to himself, what is it that another person really needs when they are in despair and comes to another person? What is it they really need? That question gripped him. It became his koan. It became his koan. He stopped studying, studying, studying. He just dwelt with this koan. What is it? What was missing in his interaction with this young man and probably from all many of the students who came to him? What is needed? It's a very, very vital and powerful and important koan. And after quite a while of sitting with it, living with it, absorbing it, this is what he discovered. He discovered when someone is in despair and comes to you, they're seeking a presence through which they know that nevertheless, whatever's happening, there is meaning Wow. Nevertheless, no matter how much despair they're in or the world is in, 
through the presence, through the connection, through the reality of the other person, they know that nevertheless, there is meaning, there is an authentic, true person who really is with them, they're not alone, who really hears them. And what a beautiful, beautiful experience that was, which of course changed not only Martin Buber's life, but all the people he interacted with's life. And in a sense, this is the direction we are going in as well, to explore that, to really deeply understand it so that we too, we too can share that meaning, that presence, that healing. Those are all words for perhaps love. Words really are good, but they don't matter here. We're talking about the aliveness of the experience. So thank you so much for listening. And I really look forward, starting next week, to beginning to walk with you on the unshakable road to love. We'll have the same URL, zenwisdomtoday.com, because this process will be informed by divine and by Zen wisdom. And if you want to talk to me about it or you would like anything more to know or information or discussion, you can reach me at topspeaker at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.